If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, let's welcome everyone back. Happy New Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year! What a most Are we all excited more of time. the same shit? I am because I love a Thursday Zoom. I do love a Thursday Zoom. It's so funny. I, I think do. I'm the only one who like, it's not that I don't love them, but I've never gotten used to them. I've never gotten used to the medium. I don't I flourish. I don't flourish there, guys. You do. The first one is always... People need to see oh my this God, beauty in real time, in the Sophie, flesh. Sophie, your Ed Santagine is the highlight of 2020. It's, <laughs> and it's, it's you at your finest. Uh, what do you mean you don't flourish? You're a gem, a shining you know star, a beacon of hope for the creeps. It makes all the sense because I was behind a mask. Um, you can wear a mask every... Try a couple of filters. <laughs> this is me filtered. Sorry. Bad news. I'm on the beauty filter. <laughs> you know, what was great about being a somewhat professional Zoomer in 2020 was that like mm-hmm. you discovered before anyone else all the tricks. So I'd be in the family Zoom and everyone else just looking totally, totally bet down and me just <laughs> divine in the corner. And I could With see. With your ring light and your little beauty filter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, oh wait I have a oh happy birthday and I was everyone's forget. New Year's what did you guys do listen to me I have a happy birthday the one the most important happy birthday of the year it is it's Harry's birthday I don't know it what day it was Harry's birthday the other day <gasps> yeah oh my god happy birthday Harry bird happy. boy or is it other Harry no it's bird no, boy no no I'll it's, tell you now it's Harry when, my darling it was his birthday on Wednesday what age was he Happy, happy birthday, young, young, young boy. And many happy returns. (laughs) Now, did both of you have a lovely New Year's? Creep filled New Year's? Absolutely lovely New Year's. Lovely lovely Christmas time. But like it just was all one never ending day. (laughs) That's true. It was just like the minute the cases started getting like particularly bad, we were like, oh, we'll we'll just. We'll do nothing. And that's all I did for several days was 
absolutely nothing. Nothing. Cassie. Yeah. Cassie. Cassie. I just. You need to know your audience here. What? Oh. I mean, like, I, there's. I had several things were happening in our household, but it's only because of <laughs> our own fault. Well, I tell you for something. I tell you something. I did mind Lydia's niece for I think. 36 hours and I'm still recovering. It's very exhausting. What age is she? That's very hard She's two for and you. a half. Yeah, they're the worst. So she can walk and stuff and tell you when her nappy's wet. But like, geez, you just, the, the constant making sure the kids are alive is so stressful. It's fine. It wears off. You stop doing that after a certain amount of time. And you just say, look, it's doggy dog out there. Best you learn yeah, it. You're, you're old enough now. You're two mm. foot two. Go out there and look after yourself. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely announced a few times on bringing them out for our 30 minutes daily exercise. I definitely announced like if anyone goes missing, it's on you. Like I am not, I am no longer capable. Absolutely. We were talking about this the other day, but like I, you cannot step foot out of my fucking house without sucking the COVID out of a passerby's nose. There is no it's space just jammed. to get away Absolutely from anyone. Jammed. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. it's like? It's like the only remember... thing to do is to just stay inside. But I, but look, you can go out and so throw your head out the window yeah. or something. But uh, it's like a game of sardines. Remember when, like, you know the you know sardines. You count and yeah. then you hide. And if you find somebody, you hide with them until there's loads of you hiding in the same spot. And Great I don't game. remember how the game ends. But that's what it's like. It's like we were all running to find a place but it's all full of people every t- everywhere you look where the fuck yeah. are all these people coming from seriously I, they can't about. all be the 5kers like do you think they are well they, they might are. be no i think that you i think jen specifically is in a tricky situation because everyone's still flocking to the seaside i mean like mm. it's my 5k yeah i just live up there in uh the, so like lemmings we're all li- yeah, lined yeah. up on the pier everyone has the little the little like address stops on the way so they're like if i get caught in this 3k i'll say i'm going here if i get caught in the 3k to 6k i'll say i'm going here and if i'm going to 6k to 9k i'll just say i'm going to the seaside walking yeah. the dog, and that's where i live <laughs> and thus, we know better and thus Not we've parameter. left ourselves Widens in an awful shite state but it'll all be fine. allowed to go swimming at the moment? Just out of interest. Uh, we're not allowed to congregate. I mean, you can swim in Sandy Mount beside the beside the, the chimneys like you usually do because no one's going to no one's going to question you on that. It's always just so peaceful there. It's <laughs> yeah. peaceful. Well, it's like the Dead Sea. There's just like a constant level of floating on top. You're just so buoyant and radioactive don't be jealous jealous oh, so jealous oh, playa del incinerator the, over there i went through that phase as well i was like right another lockdown where can i get to in the country that is beside the sea that i can lock myself away for for several months because i just think we're going to be in this now till we're vaccinated which we calculated the other day would be 98 weeks what stop it of, Kathy. of what year does that leave us in Kathy? you're the creep of the week for telling us that I just like to be prepared with facts. I live with an accountant. She did Seriously, the maths. How many, how many months or what, what year? What, where does that bring us up to? That's like over That's two like, years. No, it's nearly two No, years. it's just nearly two years. It'll be the end of 2022. Right. Well, you know, we're just living in a dystopian post-apocalyptic world um, all but around. loads Any of bit stuff of joy. to do. Because we have the internet and we've got oh. small devices to watch all manner of shite on and we can fill our heads with amazing things every moment of the day. Lucky, ain't we? Very. Are you on gallery view? Can you see how sceptical I look right now? There's no point. You just have to okay, there is no to watch and consume. I do have one recommendation and it's one of the best whodunits I've ever watched oh, come out. on murder on middle beach never okay, heard writing it down after twist after twist it's made by um the son of the woman who was murdered whoa murder on middle beach mm. where will we find this it's on sky get it on wherever you usually get your dodgy thingies and <laughs> uh, like a, what's it all about 
No, no so, need. Oh, no need to well, even no, a hear woman, anymore. A woman is murdered and her son uh, is a filmmaker and starts making this documentary kind of in his late teens. It takes him several years and he goes through <sighs> all the different suspects of which many are related to him. So we're so talking true really crime. Like, we're talking true crime, oh. very well put together documentary. He obviously has access to a lot of stuff where other documentary makers wouldn't. And uh, but then there's the added added layer of you're pointing the finger at your dad, like, you know, get out. And then it, but there's this great bit in the middle where there's like a multi-level marketing scheme <laughs> that might be to play. Like it Love just had everything. It had everything. <laughs> Absolutely I, uh, brilliant. Uh, from I have been just letting episode after episode of QI wash over me like a bath. I love it. I'd recommend Are you that. loving the like kind of retro feel of it because you're watching well, like yeah. a panel show from before the pandemic. I am. Uh, Stephen Fry's gone. Sandy is in. You remember her from the Great British Bake Off 2.0? Oh, I love Very her. small Danish woman. Very funny. Then I listened to her audiobook. Boring. Stick to QI, <laughs> Sandy. Uh, but it, it's great. I would recommend doing that. And uh, I, I have a couple of weird stories for you. And both have come from uh, episodes of QI. Oh, I have Excellent. a couple of choices for you this week. I'm definitely embedded in history again. And I've got mouth related or small dog related. I love it. I've got choices as well. Yeah. We've all I got have choices. Yeah, I think I, I have I have multiple little minis so mm. we can do some choosing. Pro-choice. Uh, before we embark, though, we should talk about the murder of George in Kensho. It's fucking devastating, um, kind of like on the part of the whole country. Obviously, uh, it's an investigation that's ongoing, so I guess we can't really say that much. But, you know, I think that, like, I can't imagine anyone disagrees that like force of that magnitude is just not warranted. We don't yeah. ever want to become a country that, you know, denies people life. It's just absolutely devastating. And anyway, we're thinking of everyone who's been affected this week and uh, by the events. And like, I guess that's that should be everyone, everyone on this island. Yeah. Definitely. And, anyway, uh, obviously you look, came for the grim. Exactly. Stay for the grim is uh it's always our motto. Um, what are your choices? On a less grim, I have to say, a creep reached out um, in a very touching way to me. And you guys are going to be really happy about this because I know how much you're supporting my um, tattoo plans, my creep mm-hmm. tattoo plans. Uh, so I want to really thank Sissa Sporel. No, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sissa Sporel. Sporel. Um, for reaching out and telling me that she will help mastermind my creep tattoo when the time comes post lockdown. And if anyone wants to just see some fucking beautiful, mind blowing art, go and check her out. She is Sissa Sporel Tattoo. I'm going to spell it S P O R E L S P O R E L. Tattoo. She does incredible fine line work. She does these hyper real uh, pieces that are actually pretty mind blowing. So anyway, and anyway. also further to this, and I know you're going to be happy about this, Jen. Finally made the order of my first stick and poke home tattoo kit. Well, I actioned it. Prep your arse, Jen. I hit my up my I'm puckered. coming for that cheek. Oh my I god, puckered! You have you've ninety eight weeks to, <laughs> to ninety eight weeks to get really good at this. <laughs> Where do we think is the best like hidden place to to try out my first ever? I would say get a pig skin like they like they recommend mm. like before you yeah. take it to a body. You have access to some fine food. And you know you know your suppliers, and you you've got the industry know-how to get yourself a bit of pig skin yes, and practice Cassie. on that. So all you'd have to do is buy like a Christmas ham, and then take I'm the bit vegetarian. of skin on top. I f- keep forgetting about that. Why you just don't 
give off you the don't veggie read vibe. As vegetarian, you yeah. don't, Cass. I'm an enigma. Like, I'm just a very girl. private person. I just like to live my life not on the internet. I go. I also get in the sea quite frequently, Jen. You can do it without telling people. About it. <laughs> Fuck you. No, you don't. I did. I. I. I do. Was I was in yesterday. And actually, guys, I tell you, I, do you know what was amazing? Classy. It was very cold. And what I'll I watched, say to oh, you is... No, I'm going to keep talking because I want to tell you, I watched a Wim Hof documentary last night after doing do you know he was? Swim. I have a great story about Wim Hof. Give it to I'll us. I'll tell you when we're not recording. No, what? He's not listening. I can't. But did you know... Oh, he about, might be. Did you know that he ended up raising his four kids on his own here? And uh, his poor old wife um, took her own life and then he was and anyway he's an amazing man <laughs> and you know himself and myself share a love of cold water and uh, <laughs> breathing deeply and he was there uh, right, you guys. lowering himself what? into the sea right here he was a tip the sea was two degrees and in the documentary they're like oh my god it's unbelievable do you know what temperature the sea is at the moment Cass six or five so there's me and, me and Wim same fucking deal. You and Wim. Wimmer. Think that's so hard? Bring it. Totally fine. Um, I have noticed a lot of people sauntering around using their dry robes as coats. Kathy, in the city I told center. you. I told you. I know, but I hadn't seen it IRL. Miles and, from um, an ocean. That is, that, is, uh, that is a bit ridiculous, I will say. It is a towel. It's smelly on the inside. Please don't use it as a coat. But I was swimming over the break and actually forgot my dry robe. And it turns out this puffer coat I have is much better. Also a dry robe. That's what I use. Full length. Would recommend. None of them. Do you know what? Do you know what I did though? I've started to. Okay, this is getting very boring to everyone. Maybe. Okay. Last bit of advice. A piece of cardboard. For the feet after you get out, for the change. Oh, Jen, that's actually solid advice. That's pretty good. That's clever. We should. How do you reuse, recycle it, Jen? Do you take it home and carefully dry it out? Um, Bearing in mind you're being recorded and broadcast. What you do, Sophie, is you discreetly kick it off the edge of the pier, and uh, (laughs) the sea will just break it down. uh, Break it down naturally as it biodegrades. Uh, feeding the various flora and fauna. Also vegetarians. But um, the, the, the we should actually release a line now of creep dive sea accessories and just dive. slowly turn this podcast back full circle into a podcast about diving. <laughs> I think our audience would love it. Oh, brilliant. I'd love it. Um, we have some branded branded cardboard and um, a couple of black puffers. Uh, do you know what, lads? I, I found this week. Oh, speaking up, uh, of branding, I got yeah. a little surprise for you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to see live on air or do you want to experience it privately? I would go live. I mean. All right. All right. Hang on. I'm going to need to share my screen. Exciting. Um, I think you're going to. Yeah, this is a nice little surprise. Hang on. Share screen. Guys at home, you're just going to have to uh, listen to the description and lo- use your imagination. Oh, Jenny's at it again, is she? I actually commissioned <laughs> this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you so describe it so. Amazing artist. Follow her on Instagram at Dark Bloom Illustration. Is that correct, guys? That's Jenny correct. did the design for Larry Totes. She's incredibly talented. She designed Larry. She also did a really cool portrait of the three of us. Uh, a few months ago so which I, I got on to Jenny and I was like give the people what they want and by the people I meant me and um, commissioned this stunning illustration we're looking at a soup tub um, and <laughs> Jenny came up with the amazing brand name Cully and Sullied nice. a moment for that I think it needs a slow clap yeah it's brilliant very nice absolutely brilliant uh, Jen's phrase from the episode comfy shite is mm. the flavor and we have a little knife a little package of butter and uh, oh, just the detailing on this look at the little 40g and then there's like a little copyright eye like from the creep Beautiful. dive logo 
She's and genius, then she? we've got uh, me, a little picture of me on the side. I am creator, Cassie, supervisor, Jen, tester. Tester. Nice. Well done, Jen. that class. So good. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Jenny. I can't wait to print it. I'm going to get them printed on, you know, those really naff photographs printed on canvas. Oh, that's yes. a perfect That's what I'm going for with these. That gift is coming towards you both. Oh, thank you. Um, that's the end of the I'm episode, guys. I, yeah, well done. And <laughs> see y'all in 2022. Obvious jokes. Yeah. We a- need to purge. We need to purge. Okay, okay. my choices are, it depends probably on how much, how de- in depth your creeps are, but I've got kind of a mini and then I've got kind of a, Maxi. a sort of a deeper one. Um, I've got a few fascinating connected stories uh, that revolve around the theme of Times Reddit Solved Crimes. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah, I just thought we'd start the new year easy. Uh, I have either a very interesting his- the history of the sleeve dog or I have some fascinating dental things. I think I'm going to need the sleeve dog. Yeah. Would you like me to open it up? I'm going to need to Google sleeve dog to see what they look like. Please don't. Not quite yet. This... Oh, okay. Perfect. So you want me to start us off? Yeah, kick us off. Yeah. This is the history of the Pekingese dog. Pekingese. You know what I'm talking about when I say that? Oh, they're really weird fluffy ones. Very, very fluffy dogs. Um, They uh, have been hugely, insanely popular back throughout history in China, specifically emperors of China. Like it's been going thousands of years, okay? And according to the legend, a long ago, a lion fell in love with a marmoset monkey. The disparity mm. in their size made their lovemaking impossible. <laughs> so the love struck lion asked Achu, who's the protector of animals, to shrink him down to the size of a marmoset so the two animals could marry and love make. Only his heart remained in its original size. So from this union, the Pekingese or lion dog in Chinese. It does Fuling, look like a little lion. Was born, right? Sorry, I don't want this ruffling to be on the mic, but I'm just, it's really cold in here. So I'm just leave it on you and stop moving your arms around. Look, she's at it again. Sorry. Don't touch your face. Anyway, back in. The charming legend reflects the courage and fierce temp. So if you ever meet one of these Pekingese dogs, very fierce, but very courageous, very tiny and very, very hairy. Because um, they were bred anyway throughout these thousands of years. Anyway, then uh, time moved on. And um, the Pekingese dogs were bred and bred and bred. And then I don't know which uh, specific leader during that. I think it was the, the Han Dynasty. So this is 206 BCE or 202 CE period. This is a long fucking time ago. And he was like, the guys there were like, you know, it'd be great to keep these small dogs inside our sleeves. Uh, because obviously, <laughs> wouldn't it be? And can you visualize Is that sleeves? to make it look like you have a little dog head as a hand? No, uh, your hands would be exposed. But if you looked just below the wrist, you would see the face of a dog. A very small. I could definitely fit Scout in a short armed dry rope. Yes, absolutely right. So they were like this. It got a little strange, as things tend to do, because in order then to keep the dogs sleeve sized, they started a few quite depressing techniques whereby they would feed this very small Chinese dogs rice wine. Okay to try and keep them small and it did succeed because they would just poison the dogs and uh so the reason that they were keeping them in their sleeve was for flamboyant excellence but also to keep your hands warm so when you think about the sleeves very gaping sleeve lads and uh Mm -hmm. sometimes they would put their hands in each sleeve and then the dogs would create a sort of living muff 
for their hands. In a very other disturbing fact, um, the dogs were also squeezed as newborns uh, and then fitted with miniature wire waistcoats to try to, much like the binding of the feet. Corsets. They're putting little tiny corsets on these little puppies. Absolutely. Uh, So just as a little aside here... (laughs) They featured this on QI at the time. And I was like, what the fuck is this fact? And then they just glid, gli- glided right over it. So I've been trying to research, but I can't find anything anywhere. But here's what, according to the television show, just to, like as an aside, right? So apparently there's a tribe in Borneo that cooks meat by passing it through the digestive system of a dog. So they Ugh. feed the meat to the dog, squeeze the dog so the meat is cooked by the stomach acid. Jesus. Uh, but it's not in the body long enough to be digested and then it comes out of their buttock maybe in oh a pate like fashion oh oh jen i'm just saying uh so anyway the Pekingese breed it's one of the oldest dog breeds in the whole history of the world and um uh so we're looking like over twelve thousand years old and there's they're one of the least genetically div- diverged dogs uh from the wolf, believe it or not. I think it's because they were bred so long ago and then sort of stopped. So during all of the... <laughs> Here's my history knowledge about China during the time. So during all the dynasty times, the dogs were kind of uh, only allowed to be bred by royalty. And if you were a regular Joso and you happened to come across uh, one of these Pekingese dogs in the street, you must immediately bow and allow the dog to pass. You couldn't talk to the, there'd be no interacting with the dog. This was a royal dog to be revered. So basically as dynasties were sort of overtaken over the years and wars, especially like the Mongolian war, uh, people grew to fucking hate these dogs. And uh, during the times that the, the kind of dynasty houses and castles or whatever you call them were kind of stormed, people would take great pleasure in ripping the dogs to shreds. Oh, my God. Would sort of represent, you know, uh, all the terrible, the terrible things. Anyway, so that's a little bit of information about the history of the Pekingese sleeve dogs. Very strange. Now, the the breed is like a lot of dogs, like pugs and things, plagued by respiratory issues with that squashed nose. Yeah, the inbreeding. Yeah. So I don't think they live very long. Uh, You can still get one today, but let's adopt reuse and recycle rather than <laughs> do the breeder thing as we've learned few people got in touch last time disgusted with that uh about people going to breeders you can go to breeders but they have to be so reputable you must just adopt a dog for god's sake there are obviously there are times when you can get a dog from a litter and it's not a puppy farm dog do you know like farmers who have uh, springers and all that kind of stuff mm they'll have a litter but they're not necessarily farming them for cash but there are so many abandoned dogs especially this time of year mm. that need homes and as we all know not just Scouty for Christmas. Is a little rescue and Scout Scouty's is the best one. thing that has ever happened to me it Except takes a little while the dandruff no we've been to the vet now she's an expensive little dog because we have issues she's at, she's allergic she's got airborne allergies right but look I mean that's just not a thing it it is and i think she's allergic to herself or else she's allergic to the cat but it's difficult for her right so i'm allergic to, to myself that's very exactly relatable. you have to have a little bit of patience and we're on a new shampoo now it's working out great we just have to wash three times Happy a week days. lather up for 10 minutes let her run around the house fucking lathered up and then rinse but it's totally fine and she's such a loving little creature listen i'm delighted for you i am yeah and i'm delighted for her as well but always, but on a little, on a little kind of animal note, guess what I came across the other day? A turtle. Three false widow spiders. Do you know what they are? No. You yeah. know, they, they're native, they, they live here in Ireland. They're a biting yeah. venomous spider and they're called false Shit. widows. Unlike the kind of, you know, the real black widows because I don't, their, their bite is, no, is not known, nowhere near as venomous. But isn't that fucking mental? But it still hurts. Apparently yeah, it does. They're just Have you been now. bitten by one? Me? No, I don't think so. Um, I did get a spider bite once when I was traveling and it was very, very painful. And did you see it? 
Did you see uh, it Yeah, and then you, my finger, it was on my finger and my finger swelled up to like a ridiculously large size and it was very sore. I'm sorry for you, but I'm happy. Yeah, well, look, we I've survived. But listen, keep an eye Horrific. out for those false widows. And I was uh, sleeping at night safe in the knowledge that we didn't have any venomous spiders here. Not now, my friend. Jen, Sorry Between about that. this and the 98 weeks till full vaccination is <laughs> proving to be... Would you, you, if it was offered to you, if it was offered to you, would you be put into an induced coma until the 98 weeks was up? No way. I'm enjoying all this alone time and, you know, getting into your own. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Some of it's good, you have to admit. I honestly feel like if they, like if I was put in an induced coma and woken up 98 weeks from now, I just wouldn't even know what to do with the normal world. Like, that's how I feel at this point. Like, yeah. I don't we even know if I... need to be eased I'm... back in. Yeah. Like, what mm. did we do before that was so I know. nice and, like, lots of kind of nice diversions and things like that? Well, what just spontaneity. That? Like, I you could go and you could... That was, that's what I miss is, like, bumping into someone. Mm. Or, like, you could, go, you could text a friend and be like, will we, go, will we go for a drink tonight? Will we have one? And it leads into six. Or you could just be, like, last minute... Let's go to the park. Or you could leave your five kilometers. Or you could mm. get in the car and drive to Wicklow and go to Glendalock for a walk. That's mm. that's what I would do in the normal world. I don't have many friends. I don't want a big party. I just want freedom. Do you notice now that when you actually are out at the moment and you do bump into va- someone you vaguely know, you kind of like take them into a kind of a conversational hostage situation. Do you notice that? Absolutely. And like, I won't it let them me. leave. Like, I bumped I w- into a mutual friend of all of ours yesterday. Who? And uh, our, our good friend and good creep, Clara Kelleher. Oh, get away. Clara. Yeah. And uh, had a good chat. It was so nice. Didn't recognize her first because the mask thing is still throwing me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now because it's very cold. So there's like a hood situation and a mask. You should see Lydia when she goes out. She's got a hat, sunglasses and a mask on. And it's like walking around with fucking Johnny Depp trying to not be recognised by the (laughs) plebs on the streets. It's very disconcerting. uh, Public service note. You must check your mask for spiders also, obviously. Oh, stop. Uh, You'd be doing that naturally, I assume. But now you should really... I've just read there as you were (laughs) chit-chatting that a woman was hospitalised for six days after a false widow ran up the leg of her jeans in <gasps> Tipperary. That's not, Stop. It's not, you'd think you were safe in Tipperary. The answer is no. No, you wouldn't. It's the country houses where you're going to get them. Is the it country, it? is it? Is it? A, an old farmhouse would be full of spiders, yeah. They're in well, all urban areas. areas. that like you don't visit in an old country house, you know, yeah, where exactly. the spiders could flock and have, you know, spider conventions and... It's not the same as a small house where you'd be in every corner of it all the time frightening them away. Science, guys. Some yeah. some aren't have no fear, Sophie. Some want to be close for the heat. Will I keep us on the uh, animal vein? Yeah. Go on. Okay. So in finding this creep, I did one of my creep specials. Uh, typed into Google, uh, man killed by own. And let Google uh, sort me out. Uh, yes. So I've gone with man killed by own hippo. Oh. I feel like Jen must vicious. have run across this story. Oh, definitely. Hippos are fucking, vi- they kill more, I think, p- humans uh, than any other I've got it for you here. Armed with giant canine teeth, hippos kill more people each year than Lions, elephants, leopards, buffalo, and rhinos combined. Yeah. Oh my God. Nasty. Like, they weigh up to three tons. And fast, Sophs. 30 miles per per hour. hour. Yeah. Unbelievable. And through water, nothing stops them. And they don't actually swim. They just run on the bottom of the water. (laughs) They just run. They do. That's what happens. They're like hippos. They're swimming. They're not. They're just charging full speed on the bottom of that lake <laughs> towards you. Mouth do you open. feel like that hippos have kind of been like very clever with their branding? Yeah. And are Happy kind of portrayed hippos. as hungry, like a friendly. Hungry hippo. 
Well, Hungry Hippos now, the game makers were trying to communicate something with us there. But like, just generally, like, they're they're always in like kids books looking friendly and they're all yeah. kind of big and roundy and even like Lies. hiding the cane hiding the canine teeth between big friendly chubby, snouts yeah chubby yeah. gums they are cute they're oh, cute they, as hell they are not but cute. it's like they the movements were you. cute looking but they're awful terrifying mm. they kind of look like little hippos yeah maybe the hint is there maybe the signs have been there all along mm-hmm Anyway, the signs what? have been there. If only Mar- Marius Els um, had listened. Um, so oh this dear. is a farmer in South Africa who was killed by his pet hippopotamus um, oh. after repeated warnings that it was a wild animal that could never be tamed. And um, so uh, Marius zo- was... It's the zoophiliacs falling in love the, with animals all over the place. I know. To be honest, Mario claims that they had a father-son relationship. Oh, sure, Mario. You're trying to convince us you weren't trying to slide slide into the rear of that hippo. I don't believe you. Oh, my God. Stop it. Don't tar him with that brush. Father uh, and son. What a load. (laughs) Jen's breaking up, so it's just like, what a load. Yeah, yeah, I love that on the Zoom and then you get her file over afterwards and you hear deeply inappropriate rant just on one side. And just Sophie and Ivan, is is she there? Is Is she there? What's she doing? Um, Smiling and nodding. Um, So, yeah, bitten to death was Marius um, by his 1.2 ton hippo because it was kind of a young hippo. Um, He was an army major um, before he was a farmer. Um, he had christened the hippo Humphrey. A very obvious name for a hippo. Ah, uh, yeah. You want that alliteration. Mm. Um, and he uh, kind Sinead of uh, tried to domesticate yeah. Sinead the hippo. Or Grania. I like an Irish. My brother's cat. Yeah, my brother's cat is called Grania. Gorgeous. Nah, I quite nice. like yeah. Hannibal the hippo. Like That's if you good. wanted to bre- like raise a kind of a tough guy hippo, you know, it's on the nose. No so is it? If he's going to go eating people, yeah. Considering, yeah, I suppose if he'd called him Hannibal, it'd be kind of like begging the universe to fuck with him. Yeah. Um, so Can anyway, ask- tried to domesticate Humphrey. Yeah. So okay, hippo in my mind are herbivores. Why do they have canine teeth? I yeah, I'm not sure they are herbivores. Maybe they're omnivores. Um, I'd say they're any of ours. Anything goes, I'd say, with a hippo, especially when you're like three tons. I'd say you're kind of nearly eating things without realizing there when you're that big. Do you know what I mean? Look at this, Sophie. Uh, they're fucking they are omnivorous. No, it says omnivorous on Wikipedia. Oh, listen, Google. Mostly, lying mostly horrible. No, 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 actually, you've gone on to say mostly herbivorous. Mm. It's a semi-aquatic mammal, mm. the most dangerous kind. Imagine if sharks were mm. semi-aquatic. <laughs> <laughs> and they could come for you on land anywhere they wanted. But imagine a shark with some like skinny little legs running after you. You wouldn't take it seriously. <laughs> it's like a semi I'd like wouldn't. a shark with like little T-Rex arms. That would be the yeah. best. Um, so... They, I'm um, imagining really like Baywatch legs on a shark. Some people stand in the darkness, afraid to step into the light. We're going to keep people Jenny busy this year. I'm like, I'm going to need a visual of a shark with Pamela Anderson's legs running out of the sea. Uh, do you mean Pam's legs and the tiny T-Rex arms or just one? I don't know if they need the arms but we'll see maybe just like a little thumb at the end of a fin could we put also 12 teeth down the shark's underbelly (laughs) 12 teeth i would like to add them nipples she's saying nipples cast not teeth oh right 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 yeah nipples (laughs) brilliant breaking up moment for jen (laughs) the shark doesn't need more teeth I don't think I am breaking up. I'm just speaking straight. You are. It's going in and out. You're like, it's it's very entertaining. I'm looking forward to listening back to what you've been saying. <laughs> that I've been nodding along to for a really long time. Okay, so Marius adopted Humphrey at the age of five months 
Aww. Not the end. He's probably said size of a house, though. <laughs> Five months. Um, well, I've just seen a picky of a pre- pre- like a, a hippo um, little fetus. And it's adorable. Yeah. Typically, oh, they um, haven't included anything for scale, though. So that's irritating. I can't really tell. But going on the size of the overall animal, I'd say we're looking at pretty big babies here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, oh, lads, um, baby when he first got absolutely cute. ridiculously cute. Oh, now I can understand great. how he got involved there in terms of the adoption. Um, but what? <laughs> oh, Jesus, would we get one? I think there is no other way to move forward without adopting. One of these child, oh, look at it. child hippos. Oh Unbelievably cute. It's so cute. I will say it's not unlike my youngest either. Yes. Especially the phase roles. he's at right now. Also, uh, Ten just months. absolute cunts though. We should not trust them at all. <laughs> well, you see, to, as always with these animal stories, they're absolute cunts when humans take them out of their natural habitat natural way yes. of life and bring them to their 400 acre farm i guess marius thought he would like be frolicking and um, he was a you know a pleasant pet for a while learning to swim with the humans and um, letting marius uh, ride on his back now, as all people do with their sons and children absolutely just humiliating um, he um he did say, quote, Humphreys is like a son to me. He's just like a human. There's a relationship between me and Humphrey that some people don't understand. Um, they think you can only have a relationship with dogs, cats, and domestic animals, but I have a relationship with the most dangerous animal in Africa. Okay, sounds like a bit of ego there, Marius. Mm-hmm. Um, Marius's wife, Louise, uh, expressed deep misgivings because the hippo had caused trouble before, right? So um, earlier in the year, so sorry, um, this all happened in 2011. So earlier in 2011, Humphrey had chased a 52-year-old man and his seven-year-old grandson. um, And they had to hide up a tree for two Mm. hours. Oh, Um, gosh. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Marius finally tempted Humphrey away with an apple. Um, while the pair were rescued. Uh, Humphrey also, there was some suspicions that he had been killing calves um, that belonged to Marius's business partner, which could very well be Marius dispatching Humphreys to kill his business partner's calves. That's unsubstantiated. Don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Humphrey also frequently broke out of his um, enclosure and chased golfers at a nearby golf club. Like, it, it, all the signals are there. Marius. I'm amazed, right? Golf, like, I mean, short of darts, it's probably one of the laziest sports going. I am amazed golfers were able to outrun a hippopotamus moving at 30 miles per hour. That's golf carts. to me. Golf carts. Golf carts. You're right, but they go very slow. Um, Marius also kept a giraffe and a rhino. Of course he um, did. Yes. When yes. he was done frolicking around, I'm just, Sophie, as you're talking here, what I've done is I've Googled <laughs> Marius Hippo and I've come across some of the most, it is humiliatingly embarrassing images of this fucking Egypt riding, riding on the back yeah. and allowing the hippo then to nuzzle into his groin in one. There's an over-the-shoulder shot in water. He's just a fucking grinning fool is what he is. <laughs> Marius. Oh, well, I mean, okay. Are we mocking a dead man? Yes, There's no. one where he's like well, doing a kind of a rodeo um, style. Can you it, see the rodeo style? Yes, it's all a disaster. Yeah, it's not great. It really isn't great. He didn't get the memo about, like, how did he not, like, acquire a hippo and not learn that the hippos are more deadly than he the did. He was showing off. Lion, leopard. <laughs> what the fuck else are they more deadly with? So many different Elephant. things. Elephants. Buffaloes, this... rhinos, elephants combined. He knew yeah. it so. so that, and he was that's like, the look story I of Marius the and beast. Humphrey. 
Do you no, think, here's my question. Because Do you then think Humphrey, Humphrey oh yeah. was probably put down? No, Humphrey killed him. Yeah, I thought, yeah, Humphrey oh, did you, killed him. But like, Sorry, but bit him. That. No, tell us about the death. Oh, bit him to death. Oh yeah, bit him in half. We knew that. Right here. He just no murder weapon, just him. bit him to death. Yes, Marius was found yeah. in, in half. Ugh. The rage of this hippo. I would say that was a caught in mouth shaking from side to side kind oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. literally just yeah absolutely oh my god warranted yeah horrific deserved. horrific deserved that's very harsh Jen but you know but like what kind don't of recommend a fucking Egypt does this did he not go on trust pilot and learn that hippos are not ideal pets recommended um i do think now here's a query guys theories theories welcome do we think humphrey was planning this for a long time oh Oh, yeah that like it was a slow building sort of like humiliation upon humiliation yeah patricide a thousand just a thousand paper cuts yeah yeah and we can see as well in the vein of a lot of uh killers the escalation taking place yeah from trapping a man and his son up a tree to mm-hmm. killing calves yes potentially allegedly chasing golfers it was finally all to turn his rage on the source it's he is the ed kemper of pets the only man he ever loved <laughs> dead. dead uh but that's it i mean we have there 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 you go you cannot overcome nature like that. No, you can't love not. a beast into no. stopping killing you. Yeah. We have In fact, story. you're probably just goading that beast. So don't do, do it. Do we though. actually have any cases where someone has successfully domesticated a wild animal and it's ended well? I tell you, Cassie, the only ones I've ever come across have been uh, defanged, declawed, cast, uh, castrated and drugged. So that's the only way that I've seen, you know, a you know, uh, somebody have a primate successfully live in their home. It's because they've t- they've completely medically rearranged this creature so that it yeah. it cannot be of any harm. What about Michael Jackson's monkey? Bubbles. Oh God, Bubbles. What became of Bubbles? Now that's a creep for another day. Because we'll get I, back into that. I remember Bubbles featuring heavily in Jackson's life, and then. Didn't he give bubbles away when it reached kind of um kind of I maturity? think you confused Michael Jackson with Ross Geller. There is a <laughs> there is a <laughs> there is probably a leather pants. There's crossover. probably something, yeah. There's something there. But yeah, when <laughs> Bubbles was a hit on that film set, Michael Jackson emotionally gave bubbles away with the support of Jennifer Aniston by his side. <laughs> Was it to star in a film with Claude Van Damme? Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. What was that monkey's name? Uh, Marcel. Hey. Marcel. Very good. Um, okay. Amazing. Here. Love that, that story. That. Another fucking fool. Sorry. Maybe I am being harsh, but I just think you idiot. He just thought he yeah. could tame the beast. Fuck him. I know. And, so and it happened? is crap. Because as much as I've been joking about Humphrey being the Ed Kemper of pets... Um, you know, he it's actually Marius is doing, you know, as I said, tarring Humphrey with um, And what happened brush. to Humphrey? I don't I don't know, I couldn't find I, I think, imagine um, he was I imagined yeah. And which which is fucking terrible. It is. It is because okay. Humphrey was just doing what Humphrey was born to do. Yes, exactly. Anyway, uh are you gonna bring us home, Cass? Yeah, okay, so I have a couple of different stories here that are fascinating. And it started because um, longtime creep Rebecca Murphy sent me this tweet. Do you know the Am I the Asshole Reddit? Yes. Oh, yeah. And then there's an Am I the Asshole Twitter, and it's just Sorry, it's internet to gold. Shout at you. It is, it is internet gold. It's, it's where you really see deeply. It, the inner workings of, of I find strangers. it uh, really depressing I have to say a lot of the time absolutely there's so many people putting up with so much shit it's like you are either an asshole or with an asshole and you do not have to be in that situation and they're very very bad situations but hey 
usually America. Anyway, this person shared this Am I the Asshole? And everyone was like, oh, uh, you're in a really bad, really, really bad situation. So I'm going to read it out to you. Okay. It's not what you think. Okay. Okay. So it says, am I the asshole for taking my husband's property and comparing my husband's strange hobby to infidelity? So the woman begins. My husband and I have, been, had a, have had a rocky marriage and are going through a divorce. I have long suspected him of infidelity because he travels constantly, leaves at weird hours, went home and even had three different women file police reports against him a few years ago. <laughs> Charges got dropped. So yeah, that's Excuse the first, me? The first right. red flag. Right? Major. Huge. Now we don't know what the f- charges were. Charges got dropped and I eventually believed he was a victim of a witch hunt and moved on. We tried to be civil for the holidays for our respective children. We each have two children from previous marriages, but none with each other. My daughter was with her boyfriend on Xmas, but came home for New Year's Eve. My husband, still at work while we were getting ready. I needed, my husband was still at work when we were getting ready. I needed some red wine to make sangria and asked my daughter to get it out of my husband's room in the cellar where he stores all our alcohol. She came back 10 minutes later and looked really worried. I asked her what was wrong and she handed me a small pouch. She said she jostled the liquor store cabinet a bit and it fell to the ground. Apparently it was tucked between the cabinet and the wall. What was it? She opened, she opened it up and showed me what was inside and it contained eight women's driver's licenses. Oh <gasps> my God, he's a serial killer. I Fuck. noticed. Mm-hmm. I noticed that they were all from states that my husband had traveled recently to for work. Are you still quoting before. the Am I the Asshole post? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's oh still my a bit God. In it, right? So uh, where he had traveled for work two year, in the last two years pre-pandemic, he's a medical device salesman. I was worried that he had been a serial adulterer and got these women to give him their driver's licenses as trophies after sex. Oh, love. Oh, my God, so, love. Yeah. You need to listen to some true crime podcasts. Yeah. So Imagine I brought having a one night lawyers. stand with somebody and they were like, any chance you give me your driver's license? Yeah. Um, so I brought it to my lawyer's office today to gave it and gave it to her secretary who said she would pass it along on Monday. I was hoping it could be a smoking gun of proof of infidelity for our divorce proceedings. <gasps> and then she continues. I confronted my husband about it this afternoon. He uh-huh. said that he had a confession. He said that he had a fetish for driver's licenses oh and would buy them from random women when he went on trips. He admitted it was bizarre, but said there was something erotic about holding something that left someone else feeling vulnerable. What? I said that I was upset and this was very creepy. I said it was like cheating on me to get off to some weird fetish without sharing it with me first. Then he got very upset. He admitted that he should have been more open about something that he was struggling with, but it was completely out of line for me to accuse him of cheating based on this. He also said that he would burn the driver's licenses in the furnace later that night. When I told him I had given them to my lawyer already, he completely lost it. He said that I had no right to steal his personal property like that and couldn't be around me. He packed some clothes, got into his car and took off. Based on what he said in Pact, I get the feeling he won't be coming back. I'm not sorry he left since I can't stand him. However, I partly feel like he had a point that I shouldn't have compared his weird fetish to cheating or given his property away to my lawyer when it might be evidence, might not be evidence of such. So am I the asshole? Oh, oh that's so like, weird. And was anybody like, did anybody do this? I presume everyone was like, I think he's a serial killer. Oh, everyone was like, alive. girl, girl, he's a murderer. It's like, did you not? Why did you open the pouch and not Google the names of the women on the yes. driver's licenses? And also everyone's like, he's not coming back because he's now on the run because you passed oh over God. these to a lawyer who presumably is going to Google the names. Anyway, so the post then was deleted. So it just exists on the Am I the Asshole Twitter. It's gone from Reddit. But um, there was a lot of people commenting on the Reddit thread saying that it actually is a thing to get off on driver's licenses like it is a fetish that's actually the weirdest fetish i've ever one of the weirdest yeah i think that's strange that's such a i mean i can even see swiss cheese over this 
massive. Oh, no, I can see no Swiss problem. cheese obvious all the time. It's built with holes. Because I think one of the most unsexy things is being reminded of any kind of irritating um, life admin or bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah but if you're the person that who has me the licenses, tracks. yeah. In terms anyway, of sex. Absolutely. Fast. Oh, so I, so I, I try to I try to find like eight connected murders, try to like find serial killers who were caught by finding driver's license. There's loads of serial killers who've been caught with the driver's licenses of their victims afterwards, but like from the eighties and stuff. Can so you can't go, find any more in this particular person. Can you go back and what he his explanation for the kink is specific to inconveniencing somebody? So is it leaving someone feeling vulnerable? What? How does that? I think it's because yeah, vulnerable? because I guess because they're inconvenienced. That is so weird. I reckon he. Okay, let's put it this way. I'd say he didn't kill those women. He did do what he said he was doing, but this is a precursor. I'd say he's fetishizing himself as a serial killer, knowing well what the drivers, a collection of driver's licenses look like. Mm, and yeah. that's part of his I'm a serial killer fantasy kink. Yeah, I think Redditors so. did Redditors get together and, you know... So they haven't I identified this, this man. Yeah, they haven't identified this man yet. This, is only, this post is only in the last couple of days. But then it led me on to times when... When... Has Reddit actually solved crimes? Solved crimes, because it's happened loads. Like web sleuths, armchair detectives are the the task force that this world needs. Absolutely yeah. agree. It's like when I saw a tweet that said we should just not to hand be confused over. with us. We're not talking about ourselves there. No, no, no. <laughs> we but it, they did see a very funny tweet that said we should hand over contact tracing to white women with true crime podcasts because they will have it all like spider diagrammed down and then will point us back to case zero there's literally but not conclude so anything. many of us that like we probably just in terms of under our umbrella you know we've got no every, together every what we'll do covered what we'll do is that everyone else do the investigation and then we'll bring the the sprinkle of comedy on top of it <laughs> the bit of humor that if you can't laugh you'll only cry yeah just like in sbu you know like sometimes yeah. it goes real dark but then iced tea just lands one yeah we're like those peripheral, <laughs> or munch. The peripheral munch is good characters. for a little sarcastic kind of one we're the character at the end that like recaps and explains the whole plot and the whole crime in <laughs> an articulate manner for the for the audience who hasn't really been paying attention to fully understand jessica fletcher oh, murder she wrote yeah Maybe. Yeah, I need that that person. Right. So there's a good couple of times when Reddit has solved actual mysteries on the internet. And one of which I think I've got two really good ones for you. One's a bit long and one's shorter. And Jen, I think you're going to enjoy this one. Great. Because I think you would have come to the same conclusion. So I'm going to read out the mystery. Then you can tell me your conclusion. And then I'll tell you how it all unfolded. Okay. Yes. So... It was a post called Post-it Notes Left in My Apartment. So uh, Reddit user Brandy Burberry Burry, wrote this saying, on the 15th of April, I found a yellow post-it note in, a, in handwriting that wasn't mine on my desk, reminding me of some errands I had to do, but told literally nobody about. While odd, I chalked it up to something I did in my sleep, thinking maybe in my half-awake state, I scrawled it so, I didn't appear, so it didn't appear to be my handwriting. I threw it out and thought I'd love it. On the 19th, on the 19th, I found another post-it note on the back of my desk chair in the same handwriting as the previous note. Which telling me to was make her sure. handwriting, yes? Uh, I think it's... Uh, no, he said no. not my handwriting. Oh, that's weird. Really, that's really weird. Okay. Right? Um, telling me to make sure I saved my documents. I was freaking out, but there was no other signs of a break-in. So I set up a webcam in my house, aimed at my desk and used a security cam app to record it after detecting movement. Mm. On the 28th, I woke up to find another post-it note. This one saying, our landlord isn't letting me talk to you, but it's important we do. Oh my God. I immediately God. checked the webcam's folder on my computer, which I'm certain on my computer and found nothing from the night before but my computer's recycling bin had been emptied which I'm certain I did not do recently indicating Ugh. 
Someone had noticed the webcam, deleted the files. They were just saved straight into a folder on my desktop called web- webcam. Then today on the 1st of May, I found another post-it note, this time on the outside of my door with nothing written on it. And there also appeared to be post-its on many other doors in my apartment complex, all blank in varying colours. Do I have any legal recourse here? I have no proof except for the post-its, but those are written by my pen and my post-it notes, so conceivably I could have faked them. Would contacting the police get me into any trouble if they can determine any outside source for this? I just want to make sure I'm not wasting anyone's time. Should I, I consult my landlord and those living in the complex? So this person believes that someone is breaking into their house, writing them notes, deleting their webcam files and leaving them. Well, it, freaky. It, it, and there was no sign of breaking and the notes were sort of no innocuous of relating to yeah. what she was doing. Her life. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. is that? Is sleepwalking, carbon monoxide or early onset some type of um, illness? It was genuinely carbon monoxide poisoning <gasps> that so, is all, honestly to blame for so much of the haunting oh, and the weird shit so poltergeist many. activity so yeah someone someone um i think they actually that the username is a play on ray um uh ray bradbury but the they said someone commented saying is it possible your landlord is leaving notes inside your apartment but they don't make any sense in the context you're describing them it's likely that you're writing the notes yourself, but are forgetting. Do you use post notes as reminders in any other parts of your life or job? And then they went on saying, it might be a physical problem. You mentioned you have a very unusual narrow bedroom with no windows. Is there a chance that you're not getting enough ventilation when you sleep? Or is there a carbon monoxide leak in the building? Oh, that's a carbon clever, monoxide detector should, um, is a fast find out. Especially, you'll also have bad headaches. So then the poster came back and created a new post and was basically like, thank you for everyone who suggested it was carbon monoxide poisoning. I got it a carbon monoxide was. monitor and it, the carbon monoxide was at like a hundred and something insane. Yeah. And everyone's like, uh, so your life has actually just been saved there now because that's amazing. amazing. Isn't it? You would have died. You know, it's amazing. That person that's who amazing. commented was like, you, she must have mentioned the size of her bedroom in some of yeah. the po- in one of the posts isn't that so, that's mm. amazing people love a good mystery if you could crowdsource yeah, yeah. your mystery mystery be gone <laughs> um i know so then there was i have one more but i might save this for the live because it's a bit longer oh yeah and tease it there and then entice people to subscribe www.patreon.com forward slash the creep dive Come to our lives. Literally like hours. Therapy. There's so much there. There's so much really good stuff. Oh yeah, there's there. like our full back catalogue of Patreon content. So what? good. 50 episodes plus. There's so, so many episodes and then all the lives and then there's a feed of the live, of audio from the lives. You've got loads of different ways to consume it. There's posts, there's comments. There's really nice community in there. People oh, chat yeah. to each other. It's it's beautiful. Um. So highly you can recommend because also avail of our dating service, Creeping for Love. Yeah. Is and it my imagination we, or did we actually forge a um a relationship? Love connection. A love I think connection. there's a I think there's a a um a spark. Hmm. A spark. Oh, I love it. Cathy, tease us. Okay, so a crime, a, 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 an old mystery, 20-year-old mystery solved by some internet sleuthing, some collective crafting, and um, just the power of connectivity. Mm. I'm crafting right now. Never not crafting. Mm. Uh, that um, was a, it's, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Great to be back, guys. Can't wait to see you again on Thursday. Yeah, we've got 98 Zooms ahead of us. <laughs> Yay! Thanks, Thanks so much, everyone. everyone. Especially our glorious patronizers. See you next week, y'all. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.